Hey guys, welcome to the first edition of Customer States, where we relive the last work week at our dealerships. My name is Mike Sarah, and to my left is Jake Rikus. Welcome to the first edition of the podcast, guys. This is Customer States. I am a certified uh, service advisor. I've been doing this for about three years now. Uh, been in the automotive industry really since I was 10. And sitting to my left is the warranty wizard herself, Allie. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey guys, um, this is Allie and I've been in doing warranty for the past 10 years or so, keeping you guys in line for, <laughs> you know, making sure you get us paid. So what do you do, Mike? Uh, yes, well, uh, I am a senior master technician and shop foreman at the dealership level. Uh, been there for about 13 years now. You're, um, you're, you're getting old, bro. I'm getting old. Uh, very, very sedentary. <laughs> and uh, of course, all the way over to the left, the blood, sweat, and tears to all of this is our producer, Kevin. Uh, yeah, I uh, push buttons and spin dials. I've been doing this for about uh, a minute. And uh, yeah, so here we go. <laughs> all right, Jake, what do you got for us today? All right, guys, so let's start this off with uh, just... A couple of days ago, Mike, you know, I, I texted you talking about the whole daylight savings thing. You know, regular people, of course, it's like, oh, shit, I lost an hour of sleep. This sucks. But to people like, you know, me as a writer, you as a tech, of course, we received dozens of calls, people pulling up where it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I paid for an oil change and you didn't change my clock. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and you've got, these, you've got these people who they always come in. They're all like, well, my 1974 Buick LaSabra. I didn't have to do this before. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, of course. Yeah, you could also reach in and touch the, you know, the face of the dial to the clock. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is getting really high up on these miles. Hold on. We're good. So, of course, you know, you've got the old people non-stop calling just like oh, i don't know how to change my clock and it's like yeah sure come in i've got nothing else better to do <laughs> so it's going to be that way for you know a couple of months before everybody settles back down but you know that's what wakes me up in the morning yeah yeah i mean there's there's definitely got to be something in there it's it's the customer interactions and it's not always the bad customers it's more of the good customers the customers that you feel like that you can actually help and legitimately appreciate the help um but you know, we always have those, uh, <laughs> those special cases. Those, those special cases of the customers that, no matter how much help you try to give them, you're not an actual medical doctor, and there's only there's only <laughs> so, so much, much that you can, can do. do. <laughs> and Mike, before I forget, let's give our new listeners oh, yeah, a yeah. nice round of applause. Man. Round of applause. Round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> They're drinking. <laughs> Hashtag want to be sponsored by Truly, mm. but. Anyway, so we get at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, before we were doing this, we were talking about a few things, and uh, you had a fun little story about a uh, Ford F four fifty. All right, so we have this uh, brand new ish twenty nineteen Ford F four fifty. It's a huge quad cab, long bed, dually F four fifty, and the compensation machine. The compensation <laughs> machine. Uh, if if you're in the know, then you know. If you if you don't know, what what Jake's talking about is, um, well, we we call it the TPP in the in the business. Um, but uh, I guess you would say that for the man that doesn't have everything, this is the truck that lets you know <laughs> that he doesn't have everything. Uh, <clears throat> tiny <pick> <laughs> Um So anyway, so I. Um, 
I get one of my service advisors that came up to me and say, hey, we're having this problem with this truck. This guy is complaining that, you know, when he's driving through the lot, that the whole truck vibrates and and um, and, and it's just unacceptable. It never used to do that before. I'm like, OK, well, let's go take a look at the truck. You know, we'll go up for a road test. So I start walking into the lot with the customer. I'm looking for this, you know, Dually F450. It's not a rare thing to see, you know, sure. Uh, and out in the middle of the lot is this giant F450 with friggin' tractor tires on it. And I'm looking at this thing. I said, are you are, like, are you serious right now? This, this is what the customer is complaining about for like road noise and like vibration in the vehicle. Service advisor is like, yeah, he's complaining about, you know, ever, ever since we, <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro, it's the Boeing 747 edition. These tires come stock. So, so, you know, we get in the truck and we drive around the lot and yeah, sure as shit. There's a bunch of, you know, tire nibble mm -hmm. and tire noise yep. as you're going around in these tight turns because this thing, I kid you not, has freaking tractor tires on it. It's huge knobby tires. You're going to get that. And so I'm trying to like explain to the service advisor, listen, you got to tell this guy this thing's modified. It's lifted like six inches with tractor tires on it. It's going to make more noise. I can take him out to any other F450 like his in the, in the lot, and it's not going to make that noise. You know why? Because it has regular tires on it. It doesn't have tractor tires on it. Yes, you're going to get that steering wheel nibble. You should have known that when you bought the tires. Done. Sold. On to the next one. Zip it and ship. Yep. And on that, so one to follow up with. So a couple of weeks ago, have some lady. She comes in. We do a regular lube and oil. Nice lady. You know, pretty normal stuff. Day goes on. Uh, we get a call two, three days later. And of course, it's her. And she's like, ever since. And of course, it's, <laughs> Mike knows this. I know this. Allie knows My this. My favorite way to start a conversation is ever since. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we all know this being in the whole, you know, being in this line of work. But ever since, you know, you guys did the oil change. My brakes are making a horrible noise. I've done nothing. It's got to be your fault. And of course, you buckle down. You're like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what we did. You can explain. But it's like, look, we, we just did the oil change. We take the tires off. That's it. We don't mess with the brakes. We inspect them, but we didn't change anything. Of course, it's that's unacceptable. <laughs> There's no way. And so, of course, we tell her, come on in. So she comes in. She's like, you know, you better hope you guys can fix this or I want to talk to your manager. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll F fix what? Fix what? <laughs> exactly. So it's all right. You know what? We'll take it back. So, of course, we're busy. I take time. I write her up with the ticket. Tell her we're going to take it back. So we take it up, get into the air. My text looking at me like, you're an idiot. I'm like, yeah, I know I'm an idiot, man, but we still have to do this. So take it off, take the wheels and everything. And sure as shit, right in between the pad and the rotor is a fucking peanut. <laughs> <laughs> Half-eaten peanut, chewed by who knows what. So, of course, you know, I look at this and I'm thinking to myself, there's no way she's going to believe me. So anyways, I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'll give it a try. This is fun. So go inside, talk to her. I'm like, listen, miss, I know you're never going to believe me on this, but there is a peanut wedged in between your brake pad and your rower. She's like, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, I, I I, promise you. And I left it there just so that I could show Dealership's you. Dealerships always try to rip me off. <laughs> you, you saved it for her, right? So she had a snack for later? Exactly. <laughs> we, stamped it, we stamped it VW, Mazda, whatever you want, just so you know that we got your back. They're extra but, delicious when they're the Mazda ones. <laughs> heated, heated to a crisp. <laughs> So I take her out to the car and I have my tech shine flashlight right on it. I'm like, see right there. And she's like, 
she's got this attitude too, like, oh, but like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's like just like the my text keep peanuts in the back of their pocket. Just we missed you a whole bunch. We want you to come back. It's like it's, it's just an excuse to see you. Yeah, come exactly. on back. I loved your beautiful smile. As long as you didn't let her see the ziplock full of peanuts that you keep, you know, all good. So it's just stuff like that. But you know, it, it, it it's part of the job. But it, it it is a pain in the ass sometimes. But it's with it. And then, you know, you have other people that go through this where it's, they're like, well, how does this happen? Most likely you had some form of rodent, you know, squirrel, whatever you want to call it, just was up on your tire or something trying to get near your car and just drops a peanut and it dropped lands. a tasty little morsel and, down and it landed perfectly and just in the stuff. perfect spot. And, yeah. you know, of course, you're like, well, I, my car's inside of my garage. There's no way. <laughs> if they want to get into your car, they're going to. Number one, I don't care if you live in the city. I don't care if you live out in the woods or how clean. So, of course, you know, they're like, well, what can I do to keep this from happening? And uh, all of the um, <laughs> wives' tales and stuff we are about to go over right now. So, if you're interested in trying to keep rodents away from your vehicles, pay attention right now because this is where it comes. What, like, what do they do? What do you see? Well, I had a customer at the dealership actually on Friday that um, I was standing up in the service office and I was overhearing a conversation because the vehicle wasn't for rodent damage. And she was describing to me, oh, you know, uh, we live in Malibu. We live in the canyons. And uh, we, we were... <laughs> got us got to start there, man. <laughs> it's highfalutin. It's like, it's, it's clean. There's no way. <laughs> Guess this the vehicle. Just kidding. Bleep. <laughs> <laughs> so so they're, they're, they're telling us, um, yeah, well, we had heard that uh, the mothballs are good for bats. And so we were going to put some mothballs in there. <laughs> And what, have, have you heard any success with the mothballs? And I'm just like over in the corner giggling pretty much how you yep. just did, Jake. <laughs> mothballs? When the fuck were you born? Mothballs is like 1930s technology. For your, okay? se- for your cedar chest that your mother left you. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then, of course, the you know with Allie, her favorite is this is going to be covered under warranty, right? <laughs> it's like, you know, and you, you want to look at them and you want to go, Totally, because the manufacturer trains these little fuckers <laughs> to seek you out and make sure they go through the most important wires or places in your car just so you guys spend money. Yeah, if, and, until you can show me a squirrel or a rat with like a little blue oval or a little BMW sign or something on the back of it, a little bow tie on the back of it stamped in. I'm not going to believe this is going to be covered in warranty. Mm-hmm. Those are outside influences. Exactly. I'm very sorry to tell you. Oh, and just like you were saying, Oh, I keep my car in the garage all the time. So you never drive your car anywhere. It's like the grocery store or your friends. It's always in the garage. There's no other way that rodents can get in there. I'm from Malibu. (laughs) I get all my groceries delivered. How dare you? (laughs) How did your car get to the dealership? You didn't drive here today. It was teleported here. Came on the car. Never leaves the the garage. (laughs) Or, or of course, you know, man, it's the the Irish Spring soap bars where you open it up and it's like they are just everywhere it's an irish spring commercial in there exactly okay and then the irish spring bars with all the rat shoe marks still in it because now they have minty fresh exactly they got a hot date (laughs) (laughs) but yeah there's the there's the irish spring of course you've got the people who are always like speaking of malibu Malibu. there's (laughs) malibu there's always like oh well I, I use uh, essential oils. It's like you peppermint should, oil. Exactly. It's like all, all that you gotta do is just fifty percent peppermint oil, fifty percent water. You're good to go. <laughs> and it's like 
and of course in the you know we're always like hot pepper wax whatever and then my favorite is when you go out there and your texts get fucking flash banged by those little tiny um electronic boxes that flash and the high-pitched noise and you're okay. sitting there and you do your regular and you open it up and just all right, so on that note, I'm the first person in the dealership in the morning. I open up the dealership, turn on all the lights, turn on the compressors. And, um, you know, a few months ago, I was walking through the lot and, you know, walking towards my stall and the dealership's quiet. It's dark out. And I'm like, what is that noise? <laughs> like I zero in on it immediately and I realize it's one of the electronic rodent mm -hmm. devices. And so I walk up to the truck and I pop, you know, I go grab the keys, I pop the hood, I turn the thing off because, man, I am there by myself. <laughs> still in the dark outside. It's stone dead quiet. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to this thing. I, you know, I'm still, despite the shooting and the drums and the music and the air tools and all this stuff, I still have very good hearing. So I can hear all the frequencies of everything anywhere. And so this thing is driving me nuts. And sure as shit, you know what happens? They go grab the truck, mm -hmm. pull in the lube rack turn the switch back on and park it right out next by my stall. When it's done, the damn thing's going off in the middle of the lot again and it's driving me nuts. So every single time one of those vehicles come in, the first thing I do in the morning, hit it with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I go in, I grab the keys to that vehicle. I turn the, I find the rodent mm -hmm. repellent things, yep. turn them off and put a note in the vehicle that says, when you're done with the service, turn the little rodent thing back on. Mm -hmm. If you don't know where it's at, Come and find me because right. you need to make sure it's turned back on. But those drive me bonkers. I, that will drive me to kill someone. Yep. That and, will drive me to kill someone. And when you, and you, when you want to explain to a customer. Allegedly. 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 Exactly. allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> and especially when you try and tell a customer who has spent money on some gimmick like that where it's like, well, it had 20,000 reviews on Amazon. The rats don't give a crap. Oh, like no. They just do not. And you tell them that and they get super pissed off. And it's like, we're trying to help you with this. We understand road damage is super, super shitty and nobody likes it. But this doesn't work, man. It's like they're in there eating Irish spring with the flashing lights. It's like a little rave to the roads, man. Do, do you know what helps with that? If you leave the price tag on on the device that you buy from Amazon, <laughs> the rodents read that. Oh man, this, this guy spent this money. Okay, got to step back. We, we will we will avoid this vehicle right now. Well, and then like you know, with uh, with you, Allie, with uh, anytime you see rodent damage or you see anything like that, where you know, Mike, not not saying just Mike, you're perfect. Yeah. Man. You, you'd never do anything wrong. But when you've got a tech who flags something wrong like that, and they expect you, it's like, well, I did three hours of of wire repair you have to get me paid for this my butthole clenches <laughs> wait 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 hold on wait one, one more time what was that <laughs> every single time there's anything with wiring i have to make sure that it is perfectly worded because you know i just get nervous every single time i see that wiring i, I stress on the text any kind yeah, I stress on text every single time. If it's wiring damage, you better make damn sure that it's not. Or I'm coming for you. <laughs> yeah, that, that it's not rodent wiring damage. It's yep. a pin or something like that. Yep. Because they'll, they'll try and Explain. say, oh, this, this. Yeah. You, and or where's if, my story? <laughs> if, 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 if the company calls back the parts and there's shoe marks in the insulation, how are you going to explain that? Oh, I almost got murdered by one of our techs the other day saying, because I told him, I was like, techs that write well get paid well. Right. And he well, did not want to hear that. Well, and then on the same story as that, you know, no, I won't drop the poor guy's name, but he's a grown ass fucking man. Been doing this for 
probably semi close to what you have been doing. He's in between, you know, whatever. He's been in and out of the industry, but probably, you know, anywhere from 10 to 15 years. And speaking about like the stories and stuff like that, this guy will come into me daily. It's like he's probably already replaced, just for an instance, a battery for me in a car under warranty 100, 200, 300 fucking times. And he goes, Jack. <laughs> what can you can you just look up the uh you know the labor op for me one more time bro i'm like you've got a computer out there don't you yeah but i'm like and you but what you have a computer out there <laughs> <laughs> what is your job yeah, see, that's why i like you i'm on gonna it. start tattooing that on all these fuckers <laughs> seriously if i get another call for what is the diag labor out for blah 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 it's right there or, or dude this this one specific guy where he's like dude I, I can't i can't remember how or you go and he goes okay a software update whatever i don't remember the labor i'm like dude i know you know how to look it up. i don't remember what the words are to look it up for can you just come out and show me like dude <sighs> for uh, no i i all you gotta, you gotta cut them off the teat just cut them off the teat it's horrible <laughs> horrible I'm sorry. There's a bunch of there's there's a bunch of whispering going on in the background. I'm distracted <laughs> mm. now. What kind of secrets are being told over there, guys? We're uh, working out the kinks over here for kinks. our uh, yes. Speaking of kinks, clenched butthole. Oh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> so, and it comes full circle. <laughs> <laughs> so keeping on the whole entire thing of the whole rat damage. Last week, yeah, and my text. You know, I thankfully my text like me. My techs respect me, but mainly the two other gentlemen that I work with, it's all like, one's an older gentleman, he's a little rough around the edges, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> the other guy... I know who you're talking about. <laughs> the, uh, the other guy is a good buddy of mine, and it's all like, he, me and him get along with the techs really well, but then you've got the older generation in this business where it's all like... They've been there for so long. They think that they're owed something, that type of thing. The techs don't like that. They walk in. It's like, you need to do this, this, and this for me. And if I ask you to do it for free, you're going to fucking do it for free. And that doesn't fly. Respect is earned, not given. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, my techs like me, that type of thing. So, what's nice? It, so, of course, all the nicknames that go in and out through the dealership. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I mean, there's a couple, but the main that sticks that I like is Mastivo. So, <laughs> so, you know, I'm a big hairy guy. I'm a mastiff. It works. Ooh. Then the oh, and then the other ones, of course, you know, they call me Penguino or some other stupid bullshit. But anyways, so I'm sitting there with a customer. She customer comes in regular service, and I'm sitting there and I'm typing up the ticket. And you know, the techs know generally speaking, if you're in speaking with the customer. Don't come, don't blurt in. You know, you can stand there, flag us down, whatever the case may be. <laughs> but this time was different. It's one of our techs busts in. He goes, Mr. Evo, I need your fucking help. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm deer in the headlights. I'm like, dude, what, what's customer, going on? man? What's going on? And he's like, I need help with the car. I'm like, can you specify, dude? I've got a customer looking at me here. They're going to think the, car, <laughs> the car's on fire. <laughs> so, you know, I finished writing up the customer. And I go out, and I think it's going to be some huge cataclysmic event, just like the car fell off the lift. Some, oh, uh, some, the cars. The, the worst fire. case scenario stuff goes through your mind instantaneously, yeah. man. It's like nonstop. So he brings me out, and he's like, "Mastivo, I need your help, man." <laughs> and uh, I'm like, "Okay, what's going on?" He's like, "Dude, look!" And there is a massive fucking rat tail sticking out of the service, uh, the service door underneath on the car. I thought you told that tech to cut his rat tail. <laughs> <laughs> 
the nineties are gone, my friend. <laughs> so I, I'm sitting there and I'm like, what do you, why do you need my help with this? He's like, dude, I hate rats. I'm like, come on, man. It's not that bad. He's like, dude, it's, it's fucking huge. And you know, he's a, he's a short Hispanic guy. He's really nice, but you know, that whole. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, seriously, man? He's like, no, 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 I don't do this shit. I'm like, come on, man. You're in your fucking 50s. <laughs> he's like, no, man. You don't do this shit. <laughs> he's like, do your thing, man. And it's like, you know, I pull rabbits out. I'm sure you've seen your fair share of shit. Possums. Oh, squirrels. alive and dead. I pull them all. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, of course, in light. Oh, yes. Oh, he, yes. He throws me gloves. He's like, I do, man. Do, man. And he's a football field length away from the fucking car so i go up there and i just yank it out and it's dead i'm like all right man so it's all good so i start walking away starts walking towards me and i'm like all right man yeah we're good and i'm like, heading towards trash can and then i turn around like come here friend. <laughs> so you know it's it's fun and games man it's i i do i do enjoy the the line of business like like we said there's a lot of there's a lot of shit to it and there's a lot of headache but it's fun it's like the you, amount of stuff that you get to see oh, the good and the bad the the, the beautiful the ugly <laughs> it is just absolutely amazing and astounding it's what keeps me going back every single day it's relatively always something new you know you work in the same car line and every car has the exact same problem for the most part every mm -hmm. single time but there's always that little bit of extra that makes mm -hmm. it that much cooler like your moving carpet story. <laughs> All right. So, so the moving carpet story, we had this um, older like Gen 1 or Gen 2 hybrid in at the shop. And um, the technician's working on it and come to find out that it needs a battery replaced, the hybrid battery replaced. Well, in this particular vehicle, the hybrid battery is inside the vehicle underneath like the seats and the carpet and the floor, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, the technician's working on it and he starts pulling the seats out of the vehicle and, you know, he's... The car is filled with just a bunch of junk, which isn't abnormal as we sure. spoke about earlier, but yep. uh, vehicles are filled with a bunch of junk. And so he gets down to start pulling out the carpet out. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, I see like the whole shop comes around the vehicle. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? So I walk down to the technician's stall, see why all the technicians <laughs> in the dealership have gathered around this vehicle. <laughs> and everybody's talking about how the carpet's moving, the carpet's moving. I'm like, uh, what do you mean the carpet's moving? Look, look, the carpet's moving. The drugs are kicking <laughs> in. <laughs> Tell me about them golf shoes. <laughs> okay, so uh, so I, I go over and look at the vehicle, and man, sure as shit, the carpet's moving. And you, and you get down closer, and you look at it, and it is moving. You know why? Because all the <laughs> ants and roaches and insects and things on this are alive. Man. This thing is a wash with movement from all these insects and things that are on this carpet so so now the problem isn't well you know how do we fix this vehicle right. obviously it needs the hybrid battery yep how do we get down to this part because safely yeah we're i'm not i'm not uh you know a pesticide service <laughs> I, I i can't get in here that's above and beyond the mm -hmm. call of naturally what's required for me as a technician and literally at, at, at that point it's like okay so do we call the Orkin man out here to come <laughs> to come and take care of this thing for us so we can get down to the part that we need to do. And hey, ma'am, so uh, fortunately the battery job was covered in the warranty, but uh, Orkin charges by the hour. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so you're on the hook for that. And we need to keep the car overnight. Yeah. I was just gonna say it's like, and then you call then you call over a warranty. It's like, how do I sublet Orkin? <laughs> you can <laughs> You just have to press F11 and it automatically goes in. 
<laughs> well, like uh, like you were saying with that whole entire thing, especially with the whole COVID, it's it's changed the whole dynamic. Oh, that has made it so much crazier, so much harder. Well, and it's you know I've I've got texts who you know same thing. It's like. People come in and they tell you, it's like, it's like, I'm so sorry, my car is so dirty. And it's like, you know, it's it's a car seat and an open bag of chips and maybe a few loose tissues. And they're like, I'm so embarrassed. I never keep my car like this. And it's like, ma'am, I don't think you understand what we deal with <laughs> sometimes when it comes to this. And they always look at you like, you know, what, what do you mean? And it's the same thing. It's like you, you see these shows like my life is a hoarder or whatever the case may be. Let me take you out to this uh, car over <laughs> yeah, exactly. here. And, and service you want to see no, some I'll shit? I'll show you. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like the scared straight program. <laughs> exactly. But you you literally can only sit in the driver's seat. It's like the, the back is covered. The passenger seat is to the top. And with COVID, like I was saying, I've had texts where it's like, you know, you can pull it in, you pull it out, no big deal. And they're like, okay, it's disgusting, but I can make do. And now with COVID, it's like my texts have turned into fucking princesses it's like there's oh, yeah. a there's the youth napkin on the third console <laughs> i can't do this and it's like it's like come on man i've seen what you do in your spare time <laughs> i mean it's you know it's anything from the week old coffee cup from starbucks or you know allegedly starbucks uh that has mold sitting in the top of it and next to the old nasty banana peel that's clearly been in there for quite some time it's uh, part of the carpet now. it's the accoutrements of the vehicle and you know it yep. comes with it standard now so you just have to deal with it apparently yep uh <laughs> exactly brutal. all right mikey boy so it's about that time let them know all right well uh we want to thank you for listening so far uh we need to pay uh the lights and utilities in this uh in this joint so please enjoy these ads from our sponsors and we will get back to you in just a short while all right, guys, thank you for joining us after the break. Um, <laughs> Jake, while we were on break, you were uh, talking to me about your most favorite customer in the world. Do you care to uh, relive that story for the, for the rest of us? Yeah, if I absolutely must. <laughs> please, so, please do, my friend. So everybody get comfortable. I'll tell you my famous story about Debbie. Debbie. <laughs> Debbie. All right, so let's let's start this off so coming to work regular day as always i first thing in the morning so of course you're only a cup of coffee in you don't want to deal with any bullshit oh no that's, but of, it's too early but yeah. of course you're always going to get bullshit so first thing i get there first thing in the morning nobody else is there start setting up whatever my two other uh, associates get there for <laughs> Boot up their computers, and of course, with us riders, we take turns. However you want to look at it, each place is different. But, so I'm the lucky son of a bitch <laughs> that gets to go first uh, today. So, boot up everything, open up the gates at 7.30, and car pulls in. Like, I go out, get my clipboard, everything, get ready. I go out, I'm like, hey, you know, nice to meet you. My name's Jake. What brings you in today? And uh, she goes, well, I have, a, I have an appointment. <laughs> I'm like, and... Instantly, my brain goes into holy shit mode. <laughs> and you, just certain customers as a writer, you know, it's going to be one of those fucking special it's gonna, ones. It's going to be a terrible, terrible experience. Exactly. So she goes, Jake, my name is Debbie, and I have so many complaints about my fucker, you know, my car. Oh, my God. I'm like, okay, sure. So let's, you know what, uh, keep it. And I, I tell her, I'm like, okay, keep all this fresh in your mind. Let's get one you by one. <laughs> exactly. So let's let's keep it fresh in your mind. Let's go inside. We'll write up the paperwork. I'll get all of the complaints for you. We're good to go. 
So get her inside, prop up the computer, all that can happy stuff. So I'm like, all right, Debbie. So let's uh, let's start with your your first complaint here. She's like, oh my god, I have so many complaints. Where do I start? I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking I want to tell her. It's like the fucking computer only allows me to do so many lines. But anyway, so I'm like, all right. So what's going on? She's like, well, it's like, let me explain it. She's like, Bluetooth. And I'm like, fuck, not Bluetooth. Anything but Bluetooth. <laughs> So she's like, so there's there's about 13 million different things it could be <laughs> exactly. for a Bluetooth concern. So exactly. So she goes, okay. So first off, Bluetooth and fucking Apple CarPlay. Do you know what Apple CarPlay is, Jake? I'm like, yes, Debbie. I know what Apple CarPlay is. She's like, okay, so it's bullshit. How this fucking works? I'm like, okay. So explain it to me. She's like, so well, I try it with Bluetooth and CarPlay at the same time. They just don't work, and I don't understand. It's a brand new car. It's got three thousand miles. I'm, I'm it's a fucking lemon. And of course, you know, it's people's favorite <laughs> lemon word. They throw that around all lemon law, lemon it, law this, lemon law that. In it, California. It's been three times since I've had this vehicle in. It's <laughs> lemon law now. No. Exactly. Not so how it works. It's like, all right, Debbie. So first off, let me explain. It's like the way that the you know, the the car works with the Bluetooth and the Apple CarPlay, they use the same system. You use a plug-in. If you still have your Bluetooth running, they butt heads. Both are trying to download your information. It's totally normal. You just need to turn off your Bluetooth, and it'll be fine. Well, that's bullshit. You just need to fix it, Jake. That's unacceptable. Like, all right, Debbie. So, you know, I'm, I typed that in. I'm like, okay, what's, what's your next concern, Debbie? And she's like, well, speaking about the rail, how about XM? XM sucks. She's like, you know, I'll just be driving along, listening to my fucking tunes. I love the fucking Almond Brothers. <laughs> Ma'am, we all love the Almond Brothers. Please continue with your story. <laughs> do you know fucking Hollow Notes, Jake? Do you, do you know Hollow Notes? So she goes, sometimes I'm driving along. XM works great, and then all of a sudden, it's just I lose the connection, and I'm like, I'm like uh, in a tunnel sometimes. <laughs> even it's like I'm fucking underground. I'm a fucking mole woman. It's just you, you wouldn't understand. So I tell her, I'm like, look, Debbie, XM works, satellite connection, all this good happy stuff. Sometimes you are going to lose that connection, and it's totally normal. What bullshit, Jay? <laughs> I'm like, Debbie, that's great. It's like, I totally get your frustration. And I'm just sitting there thinking about how I'm going to write my suicide note for the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, Debbie. So put it there. And she goes, and then just, you know, I want my regular all chance. And it's the first service. And you guys better not scratch it. And it doesn't come with a free wash. Like, yes, Debbie, it comes with a free wash. <laughs> well, good, because my salesperson said it comes with a free wash, so it better be sparkling. I'm like, you got so it, Debbie. I, I got you covered. So. Set the expectation high <laughs> exactly. right there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, Debbie, you got it. Everything's set. And she's like, you make sure that exactly how I roll it on the fucking repair order, because if it ever comes back and it's a lemon, I want to be able to show this to my lawyers. I'm like, don't worry, Debbie. <laughs> We've got you covered. You won't have to bring your lawyers into this. And she's like, for your sake, I hope not, because I will talk to your manager so fast. Like, <laughs> did she have short hair by the chance? <laughs> How did you know? So Debbie goes, I write it up. I'm like, you know, I'll take care of you. I get all of her information. I'm like, as soon as I get an answer, I will give you a call. And of course, I'm like, you dumb bitch. It's fine. Get the <laughs> fuck out of my office. Just go. So she goes on her way and, you know, of course I put it in the rack and, you know, my techs walk in, you knowing this, you're completely different. You don't care. You'll do the work. You get it done. You move on. You, you understand. <laughs> my techs are looking at this and they're all like, oh, I'm not going to touch that shit. No way. And so there's that problem. But anyways, 
So that goes, <laughs> skip that one for the next one. Exactly. It's like, oh, let's see. It's like crazy bitch Bluetooth concern, four wheel alignment and tires. Yeah, I'll take that one. Not my problem. We'll let the other tech get it. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Where's that gravy at? <laughs> oh, I hate that fucking word, gravy. But, anyways, different story. So she leaves. <laughs> so she leaves, go about my day, get a couple others. I get some lady come up, whatever, writing the ticket, blah, blah, blah. And my fucking phone rings. And as a rider, you know that with certain problem cars, you just get that weird feeling in the pit of your fucking gut where you're like, oh, I yeah. bet my bottom fucking dollar this is dumber. It's going <laughs> to come back and bite me for sure. Yes. Yeah. So I pick up the phone, you know, welcome to service. Jake speaking. I'm going to help you. Jake, it's dumber. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and- <laughs> So I go, hey, Debbie, what can I help you with today? And then she's like, I forgot something, Jack. So I'm sitting in my car, and I'm moving my seat. It's just a sit there, and the thing on the side of the seat rubs up against my center console. And I'm like, I'm like, the wings, the bolstery? She's like, I don't give a shit what it's called. She's like, it just rubs. It's going to tear my leather, and it's going to avoid my warranty, and it's all your fucking fault and fix it. Like, okay, Debbie, sure, why the fuck not? It's like, just add to, you know, your laundry list of bullshit. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, all right, Debbie, I got you covered. I'll figure that out, whatever. So she hangs up the phone, and my my partner, Alex, next to me, that I'm working with, goes, is that Debbie? Yeah, of course, it's fucking Debbie. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think it is, Alex? So <laughs> No, it was my mom calling to wish me a good day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fuck, of course it's Debbie. <laughs> it, it's your extended warranty is about to expire, sir. <laughs> I work at the dealership. Stop telling me about that. So I go and hang up. And I'm like, let me look into it for you, Debbie. It's like, maybe there's something we can do for you. I got to look into it. I got to take pictures. I'd have to send it up to my warranty administrator. All of this stuff. Yeah, you got to run it up the chain. Exactly. Know. Run it up the chain whatnot. I'll, I'll call you back in like 20, 30 minutes. Give me some time. It's early in the morning still. We're writing tickets. We're busy. Sure as shit. 30 minutes to the fucking dot my fucking phone rings pick Let, it up who who was it <laughs> Dada. oh my god <laughs> jack why well, are all about my thing like <laughs> really busy debbie i gotta call you back oh you better call me back this time jack i'll oh, get a hold of your manager i swear to sweet shit like, <laughs> like all right debbie so i call up to my warranty administrator i tell her and we remember that. Uh, hi. <laughs> oh, oh, hi, Ali. Oh, hi, Ali. I, I'm, I'm here. Hello. I'm the warranty wizard. So I remember that Alex, speaking to him, a couple of weeks ago, we had a customer come in. And, and nice lady, extremely, how can I put this PC? Um, she was large. <laughs> <laughs> as, as, my, as one of my techs said when he was the one working on this, she was built like a Caterpillar dump truck. So <laughs> she was voluptuous. I, okay. I like voluptuous. That that works. That's PC for me. Okay, I personally like caterpillar dump trucks, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, to each their own. Don't, don't yuck another man's yum, okay? Please, let's move on. <laughs> so I'm talking to my uh, warranty administrator, and we remember that we had Alex had a similar customer that had come in not too long ago. Same thing. She complained about the the seat would rub up against the center console. Long story short, we found that we sent it to our offsite upholstery shop. And I know you listening out here, I'm sure you're going outside upholstery. Why the fuck don't your tech stretch? <laughs> Why the fuck don't your tech stretch the leather? Yeah, fuck no. That's not going to happen. You don't want those guys <laughs> really doing that sort of work. No offense to the techs out there like myself, but uh, uh, you have an upholstery shop. They do upholstery. 
We do other things. Exactly. You send it out for certain things to get sublet out, and that's totally normal. We, we've got specialists. We've got you know the 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 seats, the upholstery, and then you've got Orkin for <laughs> <laughs> the uh, magic carpet rides because they're the moving carpets. You know, <laughs> when the acid kicks in, you call Orkin. When it's a heavy set woman, you call the upholstery shop. But um, so I call the upholstery shop. I'm like, hey guys, I've got another one here. It's all like you. Uh, <laughs> I've got a car here. She's complaining about the ball string rubbing up against the center console. Can you help me? Like, yeah, of course, man. We got you covered. I'm like, you've got that one tool that you can like shave the foam off inside of the seat <laughs> so that no matter how big she gets, it'll be fine. It's like, yeah, dude, I got you covered. Send it over. We'll take care of it. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> so you know, I'm dreading the fact of now I've got to call Debbie. So I call back Debbie. I'm like, Debbie. I'm like it's Jake. Well, you better have good news for me, Jake. Like I do, Debbie. I I went through you know hell and high water to make <laughs> sure that you were going to be super comfortable. Everything was going to be great. So I've got an update for this. We're going to send it off to the upholstery shop. Got to clear it through warranty. We're going to cover it for you. It's all good. <laughs> we're only going to be able to do this for you once, but I want to make sure that you're happy. So she's like, Jake, that's fantastic. Just make sure you pay attention to Bluetooth and the XM. Like, <laughs> fuck. Okay, Debbie, you got it. So we send it out, and of course, you know, whether or not most of the times for customers, a simple update to the system will fix a lot of those issues. Oh, yeah. Whether there is or there isn't a oh, lot of sometimes even a battery reset will do it. it. Exactly. Yeah, so it's yeah. like you do that, it makes the you know customer feel comfortable. You're good. It doesn't harm anybody. No. It's easy. The techs usually don't bitch. No harm, no foul. Exactly. So we do that. We do the update. We test all of our phones like we always do. Everything's fine at the surprise of fucking nobody. And you know, of course, <laughs> my texts throughout the rest of the day are like, you're a fucking idiot. You don't think I fucking know what the hell's going on here, man? I have to write it up for the customer. <laughs> They're looking at me in the face. I can't tell them, ma'am, this, do this doesn't exist. You're crazy. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. Exactly. <laughs> And it's like, and, and that's the thing. It's like, did you tell her about the Bluetooth and the CarPlay compatibility? No, man. I just fucking stood there and took up the ass the whole entire fucking time. Of course I told her about it. So that car gets done and I'm, it's the relief. It's like, you know, man, you have a car like that. You just want it fucking gone, done, out of the way. So car's done. I give her a call. I'm like, hey, Debbie, the car's all ready for you. Well, that's about time, Jake. You said that it was just going to take a few hours at fucking four o'clock. I'm like, Debbie, it's a lot of work. I was able to get the seat repaired to you the exact same day. It's like you're, we had the parts necessary, et cetera, et cetera. But of course, so she thought, like, okay, I'll be in like 15 minutes. And of course, you know, when they call <laughs> him, <laughs> yeah, when, when they call you or you tell them you're going to call on the dot, I'm going to be there in 15 minutes. 45, 45 minutes, minutes later, later, it's five minutes it's, before it's fucking closing. Three times. It's, it's always three times. <laughs> exactly. Always three times. Yeah. So 45 minutes later, Debbie shows up. And of course, before she does, I try calling her. It's getting close to closing time. I try calling. Of course, dead air. No fucking answer. <laughs> you know, if she wants to call me, I'm the, but anyways, <laughs> she shows up. She walks and she goes, Jack, tell me everything else of that. I'm like, okay, Debbie. So we did this to the seat. Everything's good to go. It won't rub. Oh my God. That's fantastic it's like great debbie and then the other thing so we updated the software for you everything's gonna be fantastic now and you shouldn't have an issue but you know keep the bluetooth off on your phone and this and all and the woman who i spoke to that morning who knew everything about bluetooth and xm i go you need to turn off your bluetooth before Apple CarPlay and everything will go fine. She goes, what Bluetooth? <laughs> and I go, what do you mean what's Bluetooth? She's like, what the fuck? It's Bluetooth. <laughs> I don't know Bluetooth. I'm like, 
Debbie, have you ever made a phone call on your car? Hello, yeah. reply. Hello, <laughs> have you ever taken a phone call on your car? Well, yeah, of course I have, Jake. What type of stupid question is that? That's Bluetooth. She's like, well, why ever take a stupid system? Why do I have to turn my phone off a certain way to have the other thing work? It should just work perfect. Do you know how much money I spent on this car? Like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, 25699 yeah. <laughs> Let me call up Nikolai Tesla and he can explain this to you. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, to- I get it debbie it's like i you know i'm i'm a fucking retard you're right i'm sorry but anyways everything's perfect ma'am you're good to go ever all this the seats fixed the bluetooth the xm everything's good oh my god jack you are the absolute best and i'm gonna always ask for you with any question Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Debbie, really, there are two completely good writers here besides me. They will take care of you. No, I'm actually quitting this week. Uh. <laughs> it's abs- I'll, I'm going to be on vacation every Forever. time you call in. It's really weird. My scheduling's bizarre. So she takes the car, and <laughs> that's done for the time. So she leaves, and I'm like, sweet. Everything's good to go. <laughs> no more worries. And she's gone for two minutes i'm like all right end of the day i'm good to go there's only about 10 15 minutes left i'm in the clear phone fucking rings oh no oh no where the fuck are all of my fave fucking radio stations one of you done to my car it's broken i'm coming back please debbie no you don't need to come back please anything it's just like no it's just this and i don't understand and then the other thing my presets on my feet are absolutely fucked (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i'm like debbie we updated the software it's a possibility that some of your save stations may have gotten lost in the update, totally normal. Seems pretty reasonable to me. Nothing. Yeah, it's yeah, like, you just yeah. need to go back. I understand. She's like, well, why didn't you reset them? I don't know, Debbie. I don't know that you listened to K100.7. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm like, we can't do that for you. You just have to reset them like always. You know how to do it right. Like, of course I do. What do you think I am? Stupid. Uh, hey, hey, me, hey. Wait, hold on. Let me buy my, my talk lo- here. My lawyer says not to answer. Yeah. <laughs> please, so, so she's good with that. And then she goes, it's like, okay, follow the feet. I just, I don't understand. It's like, why, my presets are screwed. It only goes forward and back. I don't get it. It's like, I want it to go left and right. It's like, Debbie, what the fuck do you mean left and right? <laughs> this is an om- omnidirectional fucking seating. What the fuck? I'm like, it moves forward, back, up, and fucking down. When you like it, press and hold the button and go on your fucking way. <laughs> She's like, well, that's stupid. But anyways, and Jake, I'm sorry if I came across or came across this kind of crap. It's just, it's been a lot with this car. So besides, I could go on and on. But besides the fact, that's the fucking story of Debbie. And everybody has their favorite customer. I'm sure I'll have one again next week. But we'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you want to talk about difficult customers. Well, uh, as a, as the shop foreman and the senior master technician, sometimes. Mike, I, do you think you're better than me? <laughs> <laughs> not not better, just different. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you, Chronister. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so yes, God. because I am better. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so I see this appointment in the morning for a 2020 Mustang, and you're already um, you're already set up for failure. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the 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 uh, because I always check the appointments for the morning. You know the, the written appointments in the system. 
this one says um, something to the effect of check engine light on or, or shifting harsh in between gears or something like that. So finally, this vehicle comes in and I get the call from the service advisor. And the service advisor is like, yo, I got this kid Buckle up here. the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, like, I hope you're sitting down, homie, because check this one out. Oh my so, God. so the service advisor is telling me over the phone before I come to the service drive. He's like, hey, I need you to come to the service drive. I'm going to take a ride for this customer. But check this out. He's telling me that in his brand new car um, at, you know, we're trying to get on the freeway. Uh, the check engine light comes on. And also when he's driving around town, it's hard to get it into different gears. I'm like, what do you mean hard to get it into different gears? I'm assuming it's a stick shift. Oh, You're yeah, yeah, it's a stick Mike, shift. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you would hope. <laughs> but you never know what oh, you're going to get. <laughs> so I go to the service drive and it's this, you know, 5.0 Mustang. It's brand new Mustang. It's a little bit raced out. And um, so I come up there and introduce myself. Hi, my name is Mike. I'm the shop foreman, senior master technician here. What can I do for you today? And so he starts telling me the story. He's like, yeah, you know, like when I get on the freeway and like, you know, I'm like six, 7,000 RPMs and I try to shift into the oh second gear. Fuck. I'm like, okay, hold shift on. Shift into what? Second gear. <laughs> I'm like, all right, so hold on. You're telling me that you're getting on the on-ramp on the freeway at like 60 miles an hour in first gear and you're trying to shift into second <laughs> and you're having issues? Yeah, I'm like, okay. Right then and there, there's <laughs> your problem. Dude, there's well, your red what do you flag. Mean? <laughs> like, yeah, you know how they like advertise this as a race car. Well, <laughs> it's a Mustang. It's very fast, a lot of fun to drive. It's a great car, but you can't redline it everywhere that you go because the red line in this vehicle is about 6,700 RPM. <laughs> and that's the red line. That's not even like the suggested like driving range RPM limit for it. Right. They're, they're, they're fast, <laughs> pushing it, and what the fuck. So, yeah, the, the gnome is going, ah! <laughs> 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 So, so, he, uh, you know, we're talking about this and he's telling me like, yeah, when I get on the freeway too, the check engine light flashes. I'm like, okay, when the check engine light flashes, that means one of two things. It's either a misfire or you're having catalyst damage, most likely from misfire. So like what happens like when you do that? Oh, like I said, you know, 6,000 miles, you know, it was 6,000 RPM, 7,000 RPM on the freeway, you know, lose the power. The check engine light starts flashing. I'm like, yeah, that's called the red line, buddy. <laughs> Oh my god! But but Mike, it's like it's trying to shoot me through the windshield. Something's wrong here. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So and I, and I try to explain these like these things is normal to him, but I haven't even gotten in the car yet. I'm just talking to this guy on the service drive, and you know I can see he's kind of getting frustrated because it's a brand new car and it's nice, but you know everything that he's describing to me is his fault. It's, it has nothing to do with the car. Wait, so I'm like, let, let's pull this in. Your famous line that you always hear, Ali. That's not warranty. <laughs> So I'm trying to get to what might potentially be warranty with this brand new car with nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. Just you appease the customer and, you know, I'm a nice guy. And if, yep. if there's something wrong with it, I want to fix it. That's why I get paid. I don't get paid to talk to you on the service driver or yep. go for a half hour road test with you yep. for a no problem found vehicle. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so then he starts telling me again, oh, well, uh, you know, when I'm just like driving through town, sometimes, you know, second and third gear, you know, it's a little harsh. I'm like, do you happen to be in the red line when you're shifting between second and third gear? He's like, no, no, just normal driving. I'm like, okay. Let, let, let's what, do this. What is normal driving <laughs> to you? <laughs> so before I even give him a chance, I said, you know, let's do this. Um, let me go grab a seat covered floor mat. Uh, I'm going to drive and we're just going to do my normal road test. And, you know, we're, we're going to see what's going to happen. And you, you tell me if I'm driving the way that you would or whatever. We'll, we'll see what happens with this vehicle. So I get in the car and, you know, I drive the vehicle perfectly fine. The car is driving perfectly fine. Like a dream. Like a dream. 
And so then he tells me, oh, well, you know, just get on it right now and then try to shift. I'm like, okay. So like, <laughs> I'm in a 5.0 Mustang, brand new 5.0 Mustang in like uh, the quote unquote, the back roads of, of our town. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure. So <laughs> I let the clutch out. I rev the RPMs up. I downshift. I fucking grab like second gear real hard. Spin tire, throw the kid in the back seat, aggressively shift into third gear, down in fourth gear, do like 90 miles an hour down uh, Boulevard. <laughs> and, you know, slow down. It's like, okay, like, are you all right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm fine. Uh, uh, Stop it, Mike. My, my penis can only get so erect. I'm like, see, when I drive the vehicle, it seems to like operate normally. Did, did you see what I was doing? And again, this car only had like 4,000 miles on it. And judging by the person that was driving it mm-hmm. that might have been all he had driven in his life right. <laughs> in his first stick shift vehicle i'm like so this is what the vehicle is supposed to drive like and then as we're going back to the dealership and i'm driving normally i'm like you know this is how you want to upshift and downshift the vehicle you know around 3000 rpm you sweet spot it's like man my job is not here to teach your kids how to you know drive stick shift that's dude that's the thing it's all like all right let me ask you a question was it mom or dad that <laughs> Oh. Well, you see, I'm part of this trust fund. <laughs> Bro, do you see? Hey, we're a proud here? people. <laughs> it's, I mean, it, it's brutal. And again, that that's where I, that's where I have this really soft spot for customers is that, you know, I feel like part of my job, not just to fix the vehicles is to fix the, you know, fix the customers, explain to them what a normal operation is for their vehicle, their brand new vehicle or potentially even instruct them how to drive their vehicle better to get the it, most performance and fuel economy out of it. Exactly. But man, when you come to me and you tell me that your check engine light flashes around 7,000 RPM getting on the freeway, it's like, yeah, uh, but yeah, I bet it right. does. <laughs> well, it's like, no, seriously, check the engine. It's probably broken. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, it's true. Like what you said, it's like a good tech like you will not only help fix the problem, but let me tell you ways you might be able to avoid this. Let me tell you ways to enjoy this more. It's like we still work for companies, whether or not we get hit with these things. It's like we still want you to enjoy the brand that we represent. Okay, so I've, I've got one for you. I got kidnapped by a customer the other week. What? Yep. <laughs> Freaking kidnapped by the customer the other week. So, so trunk or front? Uh, it was front. Uh, and so, so that's just to be clear, a full, full frontal kidnapping? Full frontal kidnapping. Oh, full, frontal. full frontal kidnapping. Kinky. And when I tried to explain to everybody that I got kidnapped, like, well, why didn't you drive? Like, that way you could just gone back to the dealership. Well, I started off driving, my friends. What, what, part, what part of <laughs> kidnapping don't you get? So this guy's got a uh, 2020 uh, brand new vehicle. And he's explaining to me that in the mornings, mostly when he's in his garage and he goes, go put it in reverse driving out of his garage. There's a really harsh engagement. Oh boy. Okay. I said, all right. So does this happen usually at any other time? Yeah. Sometimes like when I, you know, go to the store and I, and I park at this at the store and in the lot and I come back out to my car and do the same thing and like going into reverse or like going back in a drive real quick. I'm like, all right. So do you know, do you notice this happening? Like, why did you just fire up the vehicle and you go to go put it in reverse and just like, you know, start the engine, put it in reverse and then go. Yeah. Kind of. <clears throat> All right. Well, let me, <laughs> let me, let me stop you right there. <laughs> <laughs> let me explain to you how a motor vehicle works. Uh, 
I'm assuming you've you've owned a vehicle before in the past. Oh yeah, I had a 2003. Okay, this is nothing like 1967 that. 1967 Buick Sabra. <laughs> However, it works <laughs> on all the same principles. When you had your old car, did you just get in and fire it up all willy nilly yep. and throw it in a driver park and speed off down the street? Off. No, no, it took a little time to warm up. Really? So the, <laughs> the same internal combustion style engine and the same automatic transmission, it, it's in your old vehicle and in the new vehicle, works the same way through the same hydrodynamic principles and yep. stuff like that is working the same way. Oh, well, I didn't think about it. Okay. What, what, so what's did. going on with this? <laughs> Wait, let's reverse that. I didn't think That's about that. That's exactly what it is. So no matter what you tell this guy, he doesn't want to hear it. <clears throat> and it starts off with me driving and he's talking about, you know, parking lot you know, uh, engagement issues, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, in the lot, I'm driving through through the dealership and I pull into this spot and I shut the car off like he instructs. And then I turn the car back on and I put it in reverse and back up and lo and behold, nothing fucking happens. Mm -hmm. And I do this, you know, probably 15 times in the, in the, in the, in the lot. And then he's like, okay, well, <clears throat> you know, let, let, let's take it out to the street. We'll, we'll, we'll drive a little bit faster and then we'll try it again. Okay, it's early enough in the morning. <laughs> the the auto mall is not full of parked cars yet. So let's try this now. So I pull into a couple different spots around the auto mall and again, lo and behold, nothing happens. Yep. Well, you know, let, let, let me try. You know, I'll, I'll show you what's going on. Dude, I just did this 25 fucking times in your car. Hey, nothing's no going to happen. Yep. And if something does happen with you driving, it's because of you, man. User so so we, we go around through the auto mall. We switch, you know, we switch seats. And he goes and he goes and, and drives around the automobile and does the exact same thing, pulls into a spot. Well, okay, let me go drive over to, over to the shopping center over there. Because the shopping center across the street parking spots is going to make your car feel different, right. right? So I, you know, again, I'm very polite, very nice. I want to appease the customer. Listen, you want to choke him out, but <laughs> I, I, oh, I, I definitely want to spend their done that. But if, if, if he's going to be an advocate of the dealership and be a customer for us, mm -hmm. I want that. I want that relationship with yep. the guy. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do everything I can do. If there's something wrong with his vehicle, I'm going to fix it. If not, I'm going to tell him how his vehicle works. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. So after all this, I kind of told him, Hey, you know, nothing's happening. Why don't you just, you know, take your vehicle back? The car's got 3000 miles on it. You know, let's, let's see if this condition matures. Mm -hmm. That's one of my go-to lines. Let's see if this condition matures. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we need to let this mature. And I always tell him if it's not happening right now, what am I supposed to do? I'll take your transmission all the way apart. And it's not happening right now. Am I supposed to see something that's failing? That's not failing right now. All right. So anyway, so uh, he he's driving, he drives over, over to the shopping center and we pull in into uh, in front of Trader Joe's. It happens to be. And he's like, okay. So uh, I pulled in this parking spot. Uh, I shut it off, and he shuts it off. And uh, he says, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot. He's like, okay. So we're just gonna sit here for five minutes, and then I'm gonna fire it up again. I'm like, Sir, uh, I mean, I I, I want to do everything that I can to fix your vehicle, but I do not have five minutes to sit here and wait in silence. With I have you. I have a job to do. <laughs> I like my my job is to I only make money by fixing cars, and I hate to yep. bring it back to money, but like. I don't even make money by fixing cars. And at the dealership, there's probably seven of the people like you right now waiting for me to fix their car. That's actually something wrong with it. Like I said, you could, you have plenty of warranty coverage, plenty. There's nothing that's wrong with your vehicle right now. As I felt, there's nothing that leaves me stranded to, to believe that, that you're going to be uh, upset. So you're saying you don't want to sit there staring deeply into your customer's eyes for five minutes saying it, nothing. It's extremely difficult to, to say that sort of thing. The other sort of thing to say is we're going to take a quick break right now. Again, thank you to our sponsors and uh, thanks for paying the bills. We'll be with, uh, with you shortly. And we're back from the break. Mike, you never got into explaining how you were kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were getting to the uh, climax of the story. So um, basically, 
um, we had pulled into the parking spot at uh, the shopping center and the customer is trying to tell me that he wants to sit there for five minutes. And I'm explaining to him, no, can't do that. So I said, you know, let's go back to the dealership again. Like I told you, the vehicle's operating perfectly fine right now. You know, let's go back and, you know, release the vehicle to you. And, you know, if this happens more often, then we'll go from there. So he's like, no, 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 no. Let, let, let's go drive around for a little bit longer. I said, um, uh, okay. So we, we do like seven circles in the parking lot. He pulls into virtually the same parking spot and wants to do the same thing over again. He wants to sit there for, you know, five minutes. I said, all right, all right, sir, I've explained this to you a few times. It's what you're doing. You're doing the cold starts on this, blah, blah. Like, let's go back to the dealership. We need to go back to the dealership right now. No, no, no. Let, let's keep driving around for a little bit longer. So I'm like, you know, reaching into my pocket to pull out my cell phone. Like, I got to text my manager, 911. Like, I, I call, <laughs> call me, me. call me. me. And so that I can make an excuse to just say, oh, there's an emergency at the dealership, sir. We got to go back to the dealership right now. So as I'm trying to like bust up my cell phone out of my, you know, stupid, you know, monkey suit, um, I, I say to the, to the, to the customer, you know, the, the vehicle's working fine right now. Let's go back. Well, okay. I suppose, you know, if you want to go back, oh my God. So I get back to the dealership, we pull on the service drive, and I spend another like 15 minutes in the car with the customer explaining to him, your car is driving perfectly normally right now. You know, think about the things that I've told you, how to make, get the best out of your vehicle and make sure that you're de dealing with these cold starts in the way that they're supposed to be done with. You know, obviously it's a brand new vehicle. You can get it and go, but you can't just fire it up and go. So he thanks me for my time. And then he's telling me, well, I need to have something written down, like in writing that I, that I you know, had the service, you know, here. I said, well, you know, there was no repair made on the vehicle. I can't write something down. Well, you know, I just need to have something down in writing, you know, something official. I said, well, the only official thing is a repair order. Like I can go inside and get you a piece of paper if you want and like write down on a piece of paper that you and I, no, 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 it's got to be official. I said, sir, uh, please just let me go. <laughs> I said, how about this? And I bust out my cell phone again. How about let me write this down on my business card? <laughs> so, you, you can keep that. So I put my business card over. Yep. Me, Mike, and Mr. Customer's name drove on such and such a day at this time. And we were unable to duplicate the concern. And signed my name and said, here you go, sir. You know, can't blow on it because I got the mask on. But, you know, go ahead and keep waving it while I walk away from this vehicle. And <laughs> you come see me if you ever have any other issues with it. Jack, I need to be on the RO right now. <laughs> so I get back in the service office. And everybody's like, where, where were you? What was going on? Because it's been a, literally time elapses about 45 minutes. And, they're, and they're like, where'd you go? I was like, uh, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> have you seen Narnia? by this customer. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, well, why didn't you say something? I was like, bitch, please. I was trying to say something to him. I was about to bust out my cell phone and send Daniel a text message <laughs> to, to call 911. Bring me back to the shop now. He's, he's got a gun. <laughs> So, yeah, I got abducted by a customer for about 45 minutes, and it was the greatest experience of my life. Jesus, man, that's absolutely crazy. It, it, like, like we were saying, there's there's some perks to the job, and there's some shit that we absolutely like hate, and some stuff we will never, ever be prepared for. Like that, or difficult customers, like, da-da! But... <laughs> But either or, it's it's all it's all fun. But and then uh, there's like straight up mental illness happening with oh, some of the customers. I mean, some of, of Jake's stories that I've heard of his customers. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to play therapist a little bit too in in this situation. It's, it's all just listening to what the customer has to say and responding to that, not necessarily what they think the problem with their car is, but what they're saying to you and what you can 
yep. determine is their actual problem. Yep. And, yeah. that, and that's the thing. It's like, I am not paid enough for this. I am not trained <laughs> for this. I do not carry medication for you. It's like, I'm here to tell you what's wrong with your car and my text there to diagnose. Besides that, we're done here. But it, it, it's it's uh it's nuts, man. It's uh I'm I'm trying to remember like how Ali was just saying. You'll have customers who who will literally walk in and one moment everything is cool. It's just like normal shit. This is fine, and then it's it's a flip of a switch. It's that absolute bipolar nonsense of it's just fuck you, fuck this. Where's your manager? Where's this? And you have to keep your cool, and it's really really difficult at times where you don't jump over your desk and you want to just strangle this person just to stop it's it's a lot of mental stress and a lot of people don't realize about this job it's like with the tech you've got to deal with that bullshit with the writer you have to deal with that bullshit you're, you're the you're the front-facing customer person you're, you're the one that has to take the brunt of the force exactly it's it's hard it's well, hard and i end up getting you guys sometimes like when jake calls me i get you so hot off of a customer asking if things are covered and i just feel for you guys sometimes i mean i'm sitting on the desk and i i enter everything into the computer and make sure it's kosher but for you guys, it's like you're you're on the front lines. So it's it's really hard talking to that effect. So I get, you know, it's my job now. Yes, I road tested this this customer's car, and now I have to put a, uh, an official story into the computer as legislated by the Bureau of Automotive Repair and you know California Motor Company, you know California uh, federal laws, all the kind of stuff. So I've got to make a professional written story about how I road tested this customer, who's a complete fucking moron and has no idea what they're talking about but yet i have to put into civil words that anybody can understand of road tested vehicle with mm -hmm. customer everything the customer is talking about was completely you know bat shit crazy there is no way in hell that the car is making the woo, 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 noise when it's not how do, how do you spell woo, 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 or yeah. like how do you so ka chunk ka chunk ka chunk how do you spell that you know <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I've had I've seen ROs that I'm getting from techs who are so pissed off that they've called Techline, they've done all of this, oh, and fuck tech right, line. like Jesus. over. And I know you guys don't always want to do that, but I mean, it's sometimes it's the only way you have to cover yeah. your ass. You CYA, have to do yeah. it. And cover, I've yeah. seen stories that said literally jumped through Techline hoops. Like they're so pissed off, it comes through their story it's and, and it's sometimes hard. it's it really funny well, to see it's really well, funny like i funny can see the, the ballpoint pen pressing into the paper well and uh then the other thing is like with tech line how she was saying or you know you call whatever to figure it out my techs hate calling tech line and it's like guys that's what it's fucking there for it has nothing to do with you're not capable, you whatever. It's like, you're human. We get it. You've been here for 30 fucking years. But to let this car go, instead of opening up a can of worms further or getting married to this thing, call. They're there to help. So a couple of days ago, you know, Alex does the same thing. It's like some battery concern, whatever the case was. Tech's like, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm not going to call tech line. We're like, the fuck you're not, man. Just call. <laughs> Get this gone. Nobody wants to deal with this any further. So Alex opens up a tech line case himself. And this particular car brand doesn't necessarily like the writers calling. They only really want text, but they'll let you. 
So he does, and my tech finds out about that. Oh, He's no. fucking livid, oh, no. man. Fucking livid. And at that point, of course, it's like, I love my techs, but they're all prima donnas, man. And no offense to you. I get it. It's tough, man. You do the work, you do this, and then you overstep them or step on their toes, and they're done for the fucking day. And then you're fucked. I, I, I can appreciate that because, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, I don't come in and tell you how to do your job. Please don't do the same thing to me. But if you think that maybe that there's something that I'm overlooking or that I'm missing, I'm not, you know, I, I, I'm open to advice and, and help. But if you come in and you tell me, listen, I road tested with, with, with the customer, it's a left front wheel bearing. And I tell you, dude, I had the car mm -hmm. apart this way and that way. Yep. It is not a left front wheel bearing. Yep. If you want me to throw a left front wheel bearing on it, I will, but then send it somewhere else. Cause I'm not doing it yep. after that doesn't fix it. Exactly. So if you come down and, and you, and you try and be aggressive about it, that's one thing. But if you're, you know, in, in that case, him opening up a tech, you know, contact, you know, a, a tech line contact, that's not terrible but still it, at the same time yeah it's kind of yeah. like you know you're you're raining on my parade of it exactly or like you're saying with the whole you know it's not a left front wheel bearing i will replace it for you type of thing it's like number one you guys don't want to be back flagged number two once again to revisit you don't want to get married to a fucking car man a problem car is a problem car enough on its own oh, yeah oh, you yeah. do the oh, worst yeah. thing is you have those riders who are like just Put, throw the part throw the fucking parts at it it'll be completely fine i, I am not a parts that. changer if, if, if you want well, somebody to just throw parts on for so you that's hard. one thing but that's not me that that is so hard when you get up to my desk too because you know you you want to throw parts at it and that's not what warranty pays that's no, not no. how that's not the procedures you're supposed to take and i sometimes think with this tech line thing you know it's a little bit of like in my personal opinion, let me know what you guys think about this is like dudes asking for directions. Like, <laughs> you know, you, you don't want to okay. be the one. All right. Wow. All right. That <laughs> came out of left. Man, I, I feel personally fucking yeah. attacked. Hold on. Let feel me attacked <laughs> because I feel like it's more of a solution sometimes than Where, where's my guys safe space right now? <laughs> Not in warranty. I mean, it's, you know, honestly, it's hard and we, and we have the same thing. And some of the times, you know, we we have this whole trouble tree, you know, mm -hmm. that you're supposed to follow before you contact um, the technical hotline. Uh, and guess what the last step is before you contact the technical hotline is getting me personally involved as mm -hmm. a shop foreman. Yep. And sometimes techs won't do that. And they'll just hop on there and say, well, you know, he, he doesn't know. He, he doesn't know this. He doesn't know that. Yeah. It, it's a it's a how, how do you know until you ask? Right. Well, and that's well, the thing, it, man. It's 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 a prideful uh job exactly there's like a hierarchy that and there's a lot of politics that go into sometimes not all the time sometimes it moves like clockwork and it, it ends up really good but other times you know one person one person was pissed off that the shop foreman peed in their cereal that morning or whatever <laughs> It's true though. It's absolutely true with that. It's it it's a he said, she said, I've been here longer. What the fuck? Oh I, shit. Speaking of what going back to fucking gravy, not to totally mm. not to totally fucking gravy. flip the subject here, man, but that fucking word to a writer is like fucking nails on a chalkboard. Why? You don't like gravy? Dude, it, <laughs> if, well, what, if a, I, what about biscuits? Do you like biscuits? If, you, if, got if, some, <laughs> you got some biscuit fuck, boots for that gravy train you're riding. Smothered. <laughs> it's and I get it. It's like don't don't get me wrong. 
I like making money as much as the next guy. It's how I make my pay. Right. But when you have texts like with the hierarchy and the I've been here longer, he said, she said thing, it drives a writer nuts. Granted, it helps to have a good dispatcher. And with our dispatchers, great guy, but he's timid. He, oh, that does not that does and, not bode well and, for and see, and, no, and that's no, exactly no, no, it. No. It's like he wants to please everybody, and you fucking can't. That is I, not your job. Your job is dispatch dude, out the work. And I get ha- it done. I have explained to him. I'm like, at most dealerships, you are a higher position than the techs or the writers in the sense of your word fucking goes. Absolutely. This is your fucking ticket. If you don't like it, go the fuck home. The period. dispatcher is in between the service writer and the technician, and the service writer writes the ticket. The dispatcher gives it to the technician and says, get this done right now. Exactly. Please and thank you. Right. and Simple all, as that. Right. And on the gravy thing is that's what I mean. It's like, so he's usually pretty good. Don't get me wrong. He'll, it's like, here's the, you know, here's an oil change. Here's this, here's that. And of course, once a day, there's always a tech who's like, well, why the fuck is he getting breaks and this and that? And all that I've got is oil changes. And and I try and explain to them, like, guys, it's like, okay, so you dealt a shitty hand right now. You are sandbagging this fucking oil change <laughs> for an hour and a fucking half. And he's gotten two jobs that have earned him money in that hour and a half. If you would have fucking tucked your dick and got it done, <laughs> you probably would have had that next ticket. So that whole thing is, oh my God, all that it gets is fucking gravy. No, it's because you fucking cry. It's like, get it done. I get it. It's shitty. Same thing with the fucking writers when you try and explain it to them. It's like, dude, I can write up seven oil changes in a fucking row, and the other two guys are getting tires, brakes, serpentine belts, whatever the fucking case. There's nothing I can do about that. It's a crapshoot. It's all in turn. The sooner you're ready to go, the better chance you have of getting a better job. But but wouldn't it be like, okay, so if I do a shit ton of oil changes, I do like it adds up, you know? So you what do they just like always seven want? Seven tenths at a time an oil change <laughs> exactly. is not I guess. Or, or uh, you know, at an oil change, it's like when you're sitting there, okay, so let's say I do seven oil changes in a row. They're a hundred and whatever dollars is what it works out to be. Don't even have to do exacts. So it's 700, 800 bucks. Awesome. Don't get me wrong. I love 700, 800 bucks. But then when you have one guy across the way who does front and rears, a belt and tires, he's at 19, $2,000. He's done for the day. He's good. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to try and find the, the perfect balance between what you want to take on and what you can take on. And, you know, again, like you said, with the oil changes, you know what? For seven tenths on an oil change, I don't need to bust my ass anymore to, to get seven yep. tenths for yeah, an oil it's change. Not worth it. It, you know, it, a good tech like me, if I had everything there, half hour, multi-point inspection, tire rotation, oil change, no big deal, and on to the next one. But you know what? That breaks my back. Yep. That's brutal work. That's for that's the young person's thing. Mm-hmm. And not to mention the fact that somebody in my position at the dealership. I unfortunately am not necessarily really allowed to do oil changes because it's not cost effective for the dealership to, uh? to, to pay me <laughs> to pay me for the oil changes. So I, I kind of get a, a little bit of a break on, on that aspect. But yeah, you know, you, beggars can't be choosers, and and I hear the same thing from, from the technicians all the time. Yep. Well, you know, uh, I'm not making enough money. There's not enough hours. Look, I look over there and I see it Lubrac or I see, uh, you know, Lubrac is full of work. Go, yep. go pull some oil changes. No shit. You want to do some PDIs? Do some, you want to do a that, used car? That you want to do brakes? No, that's not my, don't complain to me then. I'm giving you all You don't want to be a team Dude, player? Fine. That's exactly, that is exactly it with how you just said with PDIs. That pays nine, 
intense. And to, to layman, what exactly is PDI? So a PDI is a it's a first inspection process once the car has come pre delivery inspection. Pre delivery inspection when the vehicle comes off, off the, the truck, truck from the yep. manufacturer. We have to check in the vehicle, yep. make sure everything works, take it out of transport mode, yep. peel off all the protective labels, attach the hubcaps, inflate the tires, the tires right. blah, blah, exactly. blah. You know, all that and sort of stuff. bottom of the line is it's, that does not take nine tenths. A dude who's ready. It doesn't take half a brain either. Exactly. So. <laughs> and, and that's, I'm not going to lie. I love peeling that plastic off of the cars. It's something like deeply soothing to me to peel that plastic off i've done it when jake was a porter uh, before where i started was at the porter it's billy like likes to peel the labels off his bottle of bud <laughs> <laughs> og kush <laughs> but and and that's the thing man it's like with those pdis you'll have a tag i'm not getting any work it's like dude there's two hours left in a day you we've got 40 pdis do 10 it's nine hours man and it'll take you what an hour, maybe. Wait, you want to know? Tenths. You want to know nine, what the... nine tenths times ten is what? Nine nine hours. Times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is my warranty administrator. <laughs> She's not an accountant. Calculator, okay? I have an accounting calculator. <laughs> so you know, it's really easy at the dealership. It has level. video games on it. <laughs> at the. De- I wish <laughs> my Nokia has Snake. <laughs> at the dealership level, it's great. So you have. You know, you you get seven cars of the same car. Mm-hmm. Every car is the same. So bring all those seven cars into your stalls, park them it, on top of each other if you have to, bang them all out at once. Guess yep. what? You're doing the same thing seven times. It still kind of takes you roughly the same amount of time, but you're mm-hmm. getting paid seven times over for the same job. Right. Be smart about it. Work smarter, not harder. Exactly. I mean, it's, again, very crucial. And banging out cars is a sexual act or? Well, it depends on what dealership you work for. But um, at my specific dealership, it's not a sexual act. Um, but I, I can, you know, maybe Lamborghini, something like that. Be a little bit more. <laughs> you ever seen that guy who has sex with his red Mustang? It was a huge thing on TV. Why's it got to be a Mustang? Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my Mustang was white, for the record. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I bet it was after I was done. Yep. <laughs> Have you seen the hyper exit on a Lamborghini? <laughs> But the HDMI cable at the back. <laughs> uh, man, but it, it, it like doing this at the end of the week, though, it, it really does make it all worth it, man. It's like you just get to shoot the shit, really talk about stuff. It's it's a nice unwind. Yeah, it uh, you know, it gives us a, a little chance to 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 vent and uh, and recuperate <laughs> and recharge for the next week, get everything out. Um, you know, we, we 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 love to hear stories, we love to tell stories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, just an, an absolute thrill to finally have an outlet after all these years to not only talk with somebody else who's in the industry with me, but potentially get you guys in at home to, uh, share in, write in along with us, uh, ask us questions, um, tell us some of your funny things. Maybe we'll get you on, on air as a special guest. Yep. Um, technical questions are always accepted, whether it's a car technical question or something about warranty assistance or, uh, Man, I am very good at writing warranty stories. If you have a question about how to write a good warranty we wish story, we could all clone Mike, don't we? <laughs> Talk to my warranty administrator. She'll say the same thing. Uh, you know, seriously, I, I do not mind helping. That's what I do at the dealership. I help everybody out. So if, if you if you need any help with anything at all, uh, write in, let us know, call in, 
Uh, <laughs> we're, we're here for the, you. The, 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 one, the one and only time that we will act like therapists for you. We're, <laughs> we're, it's a safe space. You can vent. We're here for you. Tell we'll, us your problems. We're never going to make fun of you on this episode. <laughs> It'll be the next episode when you come up as part of the, uh, part of the customer states. <laughs> oh, man. Let's go ahead. We got uh, time for probably one more quick story. If any of you got something to say, actually, you know what? Uh, speaking of just completely different and outside uh, stories through there, um, just looking, it's like I'm sure plenty of you. Just if you have a computer, you're a meme lord, whatever the hell the case may be. I'm sure everybody's seen the whole uh, Jeep story that's been floating around in uh in the news right now <laughs> that uh this this poor what jeep story jacob yeah. please <laughs> please expand on this <laughs> this poor son of a bitch man that towed his brand new jeep in four low and just absolutely decimates his fucking engine <laughs> so so basically you're telling me that this guy flat towed his jeep <laughs> behind what i can only assume is a giant diesel pusher <laughs> rv <laughs> and accidentally not only left it in gear but left it in four low yep it, okay the, the pictures are insane the video is even better it once again is this covered under warranty <laughs> no <laughs> but I'm, uh, I'm i'm looking at the pictures right now and it, it's you know as a writer as a tech as warranty we all see stuff and but, but i mean looking at this this is absolutely baffling the amount of damage that has been done to this poor fucking car. I feel like this is going to be uh, that sort of, we're going to put this up on a plinth and, and and show to everybody what happens like that uh, Land Rover that they, uh, it was in a police chase and they got like all the flat tires and the cars kept like driving on the freeway. And like the whole- God damn, man, I need a Range Rover. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the whole undercarriage was like ground down yep. to nothing. I don't and, I don't know why I thought you were going to go with the OJ story with the Bronco with all the cops chasing well, with Well, I also had a Bronco too, so. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I had a Bronco as well, not a Bronco too. But, Allegedly. Uh, oh, fair enough. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, they probably just donated that to some sort of vocational school. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, so this is what happens when. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pictures That's of this thing. That's what rock shields are for, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the rock shields were gone. This thing oh. was rubbed down in the subframe. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, speaking of like accidents like this, it uh, reminds me of a story. So I've got a chick who called in not too long ago. She goes, do you guys do body work? I'm like, eh, not necessarily. I'm like, we'll replace your bumper for you, front, rear. We do glass. But if it's anything to do with the body i'm like if you have metal damage anything like that frame damage i'm like we just don't it, there's no reason yeah it's got to go to a body exactly shop. Yeah. there's no reason to bring it to us you got to bring it to a body shop we can tell you a body shop that works directly with us that way you're only getting the parts that you need if they need help with something they bring it to us etc etc and she goes oh no it's just it's a little scratch it's no big deal there's a little indent in the bumper I did. <laughs> yeah you know exactly where this is going little indent in the bumper it's just in the front I'm like, okay, are you absolutely positive before you bring this in here? She's like, yeah, I just need you guys to look at it. I'm like, all right, that's fine. Bring it in, have it towed in, whatever. So it tows, it gets towed in, and it's on the uh, right front. So the tow truck driver's backing it in, so I see the left front. 
And I'm like, okay, well, you know, yeah, I see it's the not left, so bad. I see yeah. the left front. It's not too bad. He gets it down, and I shit you not, man, the wheel has been turned a whole 45 fucking degrees, so it's <laughs> facing in to the actual framework of the fucking car. The whole entire passenger door is pretty much gone. The frame itself has somewhat welded itself to the fucking alternator pulley. Awesome. It's awesome. bad. So I go on the line, I'm like, hey, uh, what about this is just minor again? She's like, it's not that bad. I'm like what do you mean this isn't that bad? And she's like, well, it's just a little bit of a, uh, uh, you know, just a little fender bender. This is destroyed. I'm like, this is a total loss. You need to call the tow truck and have them get it out of here. And she's like, okay. (laughs) Sorry, I can't help you. So anyways. Thank you, everybody, so much for joining us for the very first episode of Customer States. We really enjoyed ourselves. We hope to keep doing this for you guys and uh, keep having the fun. Uh, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at customer underscore states and Facebook at facebook.com forward slash customer states. It really will help us grow and we'd like to continue doing this and building our family. Uh, Mike, would you like to say anything heading out? Uh, Yeah, I just want to say again, uh, thank you very much for joining us. It's been a little bit of a process to work through for our first time. Trust me, with your help and support, we will be much better in the times coming. (laughs) And again, a way that you can make us better is by writing in calling in, telling us what you like, what you don't like, giving us some ideas, ask us some questions, whatever you want. Help We're us grow. here for you, okay? And you be here for us as well. Thank you. And uh, our warranty wizard, Allie, would you like to say anything before we uh, end this episode? Yeah, of course. If anybody wants to send in any voice memos to customerstates at gmail.com, that would be awesome. We want to hear from you guys, and we can't wait to do this again (laughs) oh yeah it's gonna be good times it's gonna be good times and uh once again thank you kevin to our producer thanks to everything that you do for us man couldn't have been here without you and uh to many more from this point thanks for listening again guys we'll see you again real soon